Welcome, one and all, to another episode of Ghost in the Scene. I'm your host, Gio. I'm here with my co-host, Rob. This is the only ghost-friendly podcast in the podcast universe. So um, we're glad that you're here. And how are you, Rob? I'm feeling particularly fortunate to be with all of you today, to be with this audio sage. I'm glad that you've chosen us to cleanse your ear holes and just meditate a little bit on the spiritual realm and ourselves and anything else that comes up. Yeah, me too. You know, there's there's been a lot that's been coming up and I've I've been needing to take extra long showers and holy water. I've been needing to use a lot of uh, shea butters on my elbows and it's it's been getting very windy where I'm from, so the winds are changing and uh, Hollywood is not far away and I feel that the winds from Hollywood have been blowing towards me. And there's some good things and bad things that come with that. And one of the good things is, of course, um, you hear whispers in the wind. And whispers in the wind kind of come from a lot of, uh, I would say, poor and sad souls that have secrets to tell that they can't tell anybody. So they just kind of whisper it to themselves. And that carries. And so sometimes you're out there, you're meditating you know, near a freeway, and you can hear some whispers in the wind. And from, from what I've gathered we have, have been able to procure some some details that other people in the world kind of have seen, but it's passed by them. We're going to look deeper into that because um, Hollywood is so close that we really need to examine what's been going on since before our time. So we kind of mentioned it last week. We were talking about protecting the children and all of the child stars of Stranger Things. This is uh, an epidemic of, I, I would say, improper use. It, it, it's, a, it's a code of ethics that people are kind of ignoring. You know, do no harm. The Hippocratic Oath should be applied to Hollywood actors and, and Hollywood directors. But they don't, they don't swear to that oath. And it's very telling. So we talked about that last week. And this week we're going to talk about um, the tragic but possibly historic and maybe I would say inspiring story of Haley Joe Osment, the the boy who said, I see dead people. So Rob, um, Haley Joe Osment, you and him looked a lot alike when you were children. You you could have been his stand-in. And in fact, I've I've heard stories that he had hundreds of stand-ins as a as a kid. So this is a flat out question, were you? A stand-in for for Haley Joel. Wow. Uh, well, I'll say this: it's been like what, uh, almost twenty years um, since uh, Six Sense, right? It's mm-hmm. been twenty years exactly since Six Sense. Wow. Uh, came out because, as we all know, it came out in nineteen ninety-nine. That's a six-six-six year for all you math heads, crunchy numbers. Crunch that. And, you know, a lot of those scenes were filmed at night, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, because I have darker hair than Haley, sometimes they needed someone to to stand in to blend in more with the shadows, you know? You you get a lot of effects to see silhouettes and such. Uh, And since it's been 20 years, I think my NDA has expired. And if not, come at me. 
I'm gonna. I just at this point in time, I think I need to say yes, Geo. I I did stand in. I think I'm, I'm very briefly in the final cut of the film, um, but really not so much. So it was more about being on set. Like you said, there were hundreds of others. So you know, think when you watch that film, you're not looking for me. You're actually you're looking at a compilation of hundreds of young boys. Wow. And Bruce Willis was there the whole time, ushering and providing snacks, orange peels, slices, all that kind of stuff. He's uh, He was a godsend, apparently. Oh, he always had the, the gushers, uh, the watermelon kinds, the best. So nothing but great working, like utmost professional, really. Of course. And so... And do you know he's not actually bald? Like, that's it. That's acting that he does. Really? Yes, he's able to hide his hair. That's, that's how good. That's some good acting. That's very, very good acting. Wow. So, of course, we have all of this um, coming from a young boy, this this powerful acting. This, this isn't like uh, Marlon Brando saying, I see dead people. This is a young, young child who I would say, if, not, if it weren't for the fact that he's Haley Joel, it would be impossible for him to understand what he was even saying. You know, I see dead people. That's a profound statement. I don't think I've been able to say that comfortably. But Haley Joel said it because he had a history working with Forrest Gump, working with Whoopi Goldberg, and all of that makes a perfect stew for a child to become psychic. So when he said, I see dead people, that wasn't acting. As, as much as Bruce Willis was acting his, his hair off, Haley Joel was telling the truth. I mean, on that scene, when they were filming that day, that was 100% Haley. Like, no one else was allowed on set because the auras were that strong. I mean, they did it responsibly. You know, I, as much as we might, you know, make fun of M. Night Shyamalan, at the end of the day, he, he ran a tight ship and he made sure everyone was safe. And, and, we, and I'm glad you brought him up. Um, Shyamalan is, of course, made fun of by everybody for his last name. It's, it, it's mean that uh, we've, we've heard the same joke over and over again. The Shyamalan, Alamalan, I'm not really sure how, how it goes. It, it, it's such a hilarious joke. But the fact is, you hear his, his last name and it just rings in my head before anything else. Shaman. Right? And you hear M. Night Shaman. So he's a night shaman. And like you said, most of the filming happened at night. Um, so you have Bruce Willis handing out, you know, Gushers and, and Capri Suns. And then M. Night, the shaman, at night, he is shamaning. And L A N, right? It's almost like lamb, like a lamb, right? He's modern day Jesus. I'm not, I'm not saying that to be fastidious. I'm just saying it from the symbols that I can read in the tea leaves. This is what what the universe is telling us. Not not even mm. just me, us. So we, we need to give some respect and we need to retire that hilarious joke on his last name. I think you're right. And in the sense that he's like prophetic, like he, he functions, shamans are much like prophets and they're telling us signs. They're giving us... He made a movie called, he's giving us literal signs, right? Oh my God. <laughs> so yes. 
Just think about that. He's giving you a sign, and you don't read it. And it's not our fault that you don't read it. And we're gonna we're gonna read it for you, though. That's the thing. That's why you're here, and we we don't want to make fun of our listeners. You're you're listening for a reason, and thank you. So I guess this is just for people that you don't um, that you know that don't listen to this. Get it together, guys. M. Night Shyamalan's been telling us this for years. And the fact that, you know, we have to talk about Haley Joel and just mention this is also kind of on us. We should do a whole episode on M. Night. But maybe we can get to that later because he did technically do a trilogy um, with the Unbreakable trilogy. And, and we could talk about Bruce Willis and his role in those movies, which is an entirely different thing superpowers and, and all that kind of stuff it's it's a little bit heady it's a little uh, above our pay grade but we, we could tackle that if, if the fans want and that's the thing about prophets and shamans as well they think ahead of their time so of course the people in their time don't quite understand what is going on so and that's on all of us that's on you know i think Gio and i could also say we were in the same camp it's really you know it's really easy to laugh because we were living behind. We were still in the past. Well, M. Night's in the future, and we're catching up. You know, when you live your life at night, you can skip the day, which means that you can kind of travel faster and forward in time if you're only living at night, which is why I think, and this is kind of a tie into the Hollywood vampires, that you can live a lot longer if you only live at night, Right. It's uh, it's interesting science. We haven't really gotten there yet, but there's there's a lot of science to be kind of debated on on the platform of, of the internet, and so we can have this discussion about living at night and and the nightlife. But M Night Shyamalan is a part of the nightlife, and because of that, his shaman abilities allow him to work with ghosts, work with vampires, aliens. I mean, think about what he has made films about, documentary films about. He's chosen to even work with the devil in the movie about the elevator. I think it's even called Devil. So this guy has talked to angels. He's talked to devils, aliens, ghosts, the run-of-the-mill everyday ghosts. I mean, even trees with, with the, the happening. This guy has has done a full eight hour interview with an with an oak, and he got something out of it, enough to make a movie. So that has to be good directing, you know, good interviewing skills. He's he's the modern day Mark Maron of documentary films, as well as Jesus. On top of that, I couldn't put it better myself. And I think now that we're we're done really giving him a, a good pat on the back. I think his back's a little sore. We'll we'll give him a break and and we'll just say that um you know we're coming for you the glass and unbreakable and I think that's that's kind of what it's all about right glass and mm. fracturing or something prisms so stay in the scene for that everybody but let's get back to the child star who was already a psychic when he joined that set but this is the thing you don't become a psychic overnight even when you have gifted powers even when you know like you have um uh, innate ability to to read certain situations it takes time it takes practice and training and you need people there to teach you so we have Haley Joe Osment um starting his his big role 
as the uh, child of Forrest Gump. Um, that's Tom Hanks. We talked about Tom Hanks in Big. Um, his his role um, having to make deals with who knows what, you know, the uh, the other side, basically. You don't know if it's an angel or, or a demon. But he granted his wish. He got to see the other side. And he plays his father. And he gives him his own name. So they're, they're both Forrest Gump. So... I'm not sure. Um, have we talked about Forrest? Actually, oh my God, Rob. We talked about Forrest Gump. We did. And it was a very negatively charged spiritual spiritual film. And, you know, to have this be Haley's first film is a pretty, like, intense experience. Especially from coming from a kid with, you know, he maybe acted in some commercials and such. Uh, it's... Uh, that can affect a person's life. You know, the fact that I just forgot that we did a whole episode where we did a Ouija board, a live Ouija reading with Forrest Gump asking about ghosts, it just goes to show the power of Hollywood and how they can erase your memory as easy as, as you make one, it can be gone. And shout out to <laughs> who, uh, like a memory is is no longer by the time that you listen and care about you know what what's happened with Google they will have already been taken down so we are officially off Google using that platform and you know, I think we're gonna bleep their name as well because we, we were just no longer associated with them and can't give them the platform any longer that's right so you don't you're not even gonna know what the hell we're talking about because most of this is gonna be redacted it's gonna all gonna be bleeped but um, so to the platform um, that is now a ghost, we salute you and we, we welcome you to the other side and hopefully we can work with you on the other side. So um, there's a lot of connections to be made on the, on the ghost realm. So Google have a nice home on the other side in the ghost dimension. So back to Haley Joel. He's Forrest Gump and you made a, a statement earlier that really kind of resonated with me, Rob. You said that Haley Joel is the modern-day Forrest Gump. N literally. And I think you're right. I think that's the whole reason why they made him, you know, they called him Forrest Gump at the film. They, It's like a christening. It was like the end of the entire spell that they were casting on that set. The whole purpose was to create the next Forrest Gump. Because, you know, when... The reason why I think we talk about all this obsession with children as well, especially in spiritual senses, is that the people of the highest power understand that their time here is limited. And mm -hmm. a way to perpetuate themselves are to do their magic onto children, who will then carry that magic into the next generation. Whoa, that's that's a lot of responsibility to give to, to a young child. And that's why I think that some people, a la, you know, uh, vampires and that kind of sword, that ilk, they preserve their power by becoming immortal. And that's something where, you know, we can talk, and this is kind of something uh, that we're going to, I'm hinting at, um, the idea that even a powerful vampire 
can still spawn children and want to give them some power and and, and how nepotism and, and and how that works so um that's that's a little hint for you guys that some children are being of course exploited and sadly sad to say even by their parents you know so i mean that's usually the number one exploiter uh you know if you look at that issue Right. I mean, there's the dance it's the moms. ones that are closest. And maybe this might resonate with you who are listening, but know that, like, you're supported here as well, and we understand that this isn't an isolated issue, that this is something that we all struggle with in one way or another, be that, you know, not all of us are made into the next Forrest Gump. Uh, you know, that's an extreme case, but I think all of us have been touched by this in some way. And uh, this is could be an important lesson for us all to look at and see how we can grow through it, because... Haley Joel has a, had a very interesting life and continues to, and someone to, like, he's Forrest Gump. He's going to, he's been everywhere. Yeah, he's and we've been, And so he's just, like, the one that we're looking at to help under, understand, because he's seen everybody. You know, he's seen you at some point in your life. Yeah, and he was a child, and he saw dead people. So if you were um, older than him, he, he might have seen you in the future. He was in a TV show called Future Man, right? So he might have seen you in the future. If you were younger than him, you were dead. Now, we, don't, we, we talked about that a little bit. The fact that since up until the point that you're born, you are totally dead. You don't, you're not even alive, which means that you were ghost before you were person, right? And you'll be ghost after you're person. So Haley Joel... If he's if you're you know looking up to him as, as an idol, he saw you as a ghost. He probably had conversations with you, you know, signed your your ghost hand uh, with a, his autograph pen. And hopefully you didn't wash your hand, and so you can astral project and then look at the proof. You'll see in marker, you know, to your name, love always your best friend Haley Joel, and you'll see that if you astral project and 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 look at your hand because he will have signed it. And he signed most people. You check your chest, you know, check your chest, check your, your belly. He's, he liked to sign all kinds of parts. So this is proof that we're, we're giving you that you could find yourself, given if you can astral project, which we both can, and we've both checked. And I see it. I, I've seen it. He signed my, uh, my right hand, and it was, it was very nice. And, and we're not going to tell you what he, he signed. That's, that's for Rob and Rob only. And um, it, it was very nice what he said, and I'm sure the message is, is going to be tailored to you once you once you read it. So hopefully you can get there and send us if if you feel comfortable with that. Send us what he wrote to you um, via Twitter, Ghost in the Scene, or you can just uh, you know Gmail us if you feel that it's too personal for public eyes. So Haley Joel, the modern day Forrest Gump goes and is the first millennial to have won an academy award and to have been nominated even before that he was nominated for his work in the sixth sense he was nominated for ai he was he's, he's been nominated multiple times and he's won so this is a pioneer for people of a certain age people that are coming coming out and becoming adults around this time so as a psychic child, he was put through a rigorous test, right? This was, this was in order to see if he could break 
or if he would harden under pressure. And I think he hardened. I think he became what they all wanted him to become. And this is a, an extreme scenario where somebody actually performs beyond what they thought he was going to perform. And sometimes it, it goes the opposite way. Sometimes we have um, instances where people are put through tests and they break. And this is what we fear about, you know, the Stranger Things kids. You know, they're putting them through, you know, the upside down, quote unquote, the ghost dimension. And, you know, they're hoping that they're going to be fine. And I, I, I hope too. But it's, it's a hope and it's a gamble. And we're just, you know, no one's Haley Joel, you know, except for Haley but Joel. Also understand that it's not that you have no power in any of this as well, because these shows only gain so much spiritual energy is because so many people are participating in them by watching them. They're giving their energy to it. So the more energy you give to these projects, in a way, you know, it's the way that you're interacting with them. It's the way that you're talking about these things as well. Uh, if you are a fan, fine, you know, and you know, you can vocalize how you feel about the show, and that is adding to that energy into the universe and into what that project is. So be aware of, of that. You know, it's not just on these people that we're speaking to you specifically on the show, mm -hmm. uh, because that's the common ground. But it, you know. I hope it's all resonating with you that it is also an intimate experience by all of us as well. That's right. We're feeling this too. And it's a common feeling. And Haley Joel lives an extraordinary life, but we could all kind of see parts of, of, of his life and kind of use it to help us, right? That's what a pioneer is. That's what a pioneer does. And so for Haley Joel, he has worked with just about everybody. Now we talked about uh, AI, which is the artificial intelligent movie, uh, basically a retelling of the um, Pinocchio movie. Directed by the ghost of Stanley Kubrick. Exactly. Uh, a, a film that killed a man. He, he is the star and he wants to be a real boy. He's a, he's a robot. And, but also think of it this way, that it, it came out in 2001. The, it's Kubrick's one of the most favorite f famous films, 2001 Space Odyssey. Kubrick goes to space. Wow. He becomes the space baby. He becomes what he made. He, so this is, and, and we, when we say that, and it movies, is again rebirthed into a young Haley Joel as the next iteration. So not only is he Forrest Gump, but he's also the space child. And M. Night Shyamalan is Jesus and Mark Marin. So we have these analogies, we have these you know, equ equations, basically. These are mathematical equations. And we're mm -hmm. finding that things equal other things. People equal other people in certain instances. So as far as um, Haley Joel and Kubrick, right, as, as the rebirth, as the new... And, and he becomes, and this is what's very interesting, because as the star child, it forms into a robot child, right? Star baby, robot child, robot boy. And then that robot boy then gains a soul, right? And becomes a real boy. That's that's what this entire movie's about. So it's it's this now I'm not sure what Kubrick and this this is what killed him, right? This is the movie that killed mm -hmm. him. So 
his last statement is is a very very confusing one which we might need help in uncovering but here's here's what so so far what i can kind of sum, summarize so the star child becomes a robot boy that then is uh, finds its soul it seems like it's a marriage between space and machinery right and then that itself can maybe be possessed by a ghost because what is a soul if not a ghost so when you get a soul that's almost like trapping a ghost ghost busting possibly when you look at the the the, uh, the foot pedal machines that they used to trap ghosts in the original ghostbusters and then you look at Haley joe osmond in ai you see kind of the parallel they both suck a ghost inside of it and are able to kind of maintain it and keep it in stasis right it's only the fact that Haley Joel is such a better actor than a little foot switch, you know? I mean, it's really, it, you see the whole progress because Ghostbusters obviously is the beginning. They were the first ones. And Haley Joel is the conclusion. You capture the ghost in your little box and you can put it into a robot. Exactly. And, and Stanley Kubrick, and this is where we're getting into the science fiction uh, possibilities and but since we live in a multiverse this is absolutely true absolutely Stanley Kubrick is is a robot somewhere waiting to be possessed by the ghost of Stanley Kubrick now what I'm thinking is Stanley Kubrick is dead so they made a Stanley Kubrick robot and now they're using ghost busting technology to try to capture ghost by ghost until they find Stanley Kubrick's ghost which will be roaming, you know, somewhere around here. So this is a long, long con, a long plan that Kubrick had in mind when he made this movie. And when we say... Back when he made Space Odyssey, really. Exactly. I mean, this was from a, a young perspective, maybe even... 1969, that's 50 years ago to this year. Wow. 20 years ago, 50 years ago. All of that's this... 30 apart... 30, 2 or 3. 666. 2 divided by 3 is 666. Point. Ad infinite. Wow. Guys, if you're not following, I don't blame you, but just rewind a couple minutes and just re-listen to that. Because that was gold. That was pure gold. And sometimes investigations take you to pure gold. And it's sad when you have to leave that pure gold and you know pioneer a new direction. But... Haley Joel, that, that wasn't his last movie. Haley Joel continued to work. And so imbued with the power of the Star Child, imbued with the power of possibly the ghost of Stanley Kubrick, at least in, in film form, maybe they did find it, and maybe it is in Haley Joel. I mean, they had the best of the best on the spot to make sure the ghost was around a la Steven Spielberg. And Jude Law, you know. Jude Law is the law. You know, it's Jude's law. And I, I think we forget the silent S, that it is his law that we have to live by in, in, in this universe. So we, we, we have a whole uh, dossier on Jude Law that we could divulge, and, and we'll get to that when we get to that. But these are experts. And we also have um, the guy playing Teddy. The um, man playing Teddy was a man named Jack Angel. And Teddy was 
kind of like the uh, the Jiminy Cricket, you know, like his his best friend, his guide. So we have his guardian angel, right, Jack Angel, as Teddy, and so we have him working with angels, ghosts, star childs, robots, all in one movie, and we're just describing one movie. He's been in multiple movies. Um, Secondhand Lions, a, a movie about old lions, and it's it's told in flashback. He's he he beats robbers. There's I mean, the the kind of high fantasy that Haley Joel plays in, the acting that he has to do, the possession that he has to go under, is is beyond what anybody else has ever done. And not only that, to be in such a high stakes realm but he's also very much grounded in the reality of our world because not only is he a prolific film actor he's done just as much television work with credits such as the jeff foxworthy show walker texas ranger Mm -hmm. murphy brown chicago hope touched by an angel ally McBeal, hey arnold buzz lightyear of star command family guy comedy bang bang drunk history the eric andres show Silicon Valley, Top Gear America, Future Man, Swedish Dicks, and The X-Files. Wow. This guy has worked in Aliens. He's worked in the future. He's worked in comedy explosions. Comedy Bang Bang sounds like a, a horrific show. Bang Bang. That's that's dangerous. And that's dangerous comedy. So he's he's dabbling, you know, he's doing jokes with knives in his hand, pointing at the crowd. He's, you know, shooting people with guns, bang, bang. I mean, he's, okay. And then if, if we didn't need any more evidence, we, we got more still. He was in a movie called Bogus with Whoopi Goldberg and Gerard Depardieu. We know Whoopi as being a psychic since the 80s. This is a, a movie that we talked about, Ghost, uh, the a documentary film with Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze. She plays a psychic that is able to channel Swayze. And channeling Swayze is not... I mean, they haven't been able to do it since his passing. Rest in peace. And that's only because Whoopi refuses to do it. You know? There, there must have been some, you know, pact that they made that they would never do it again. And she's respecting that. And I respect her for that. But she's the only psychic powerful enough to do it. And I'm saying he worked with her. So she must have given him something. And Gerard Depardieu, he's obviously from France, European. For those who are unfamiliar with his work, he's run the gamut and played a lot of different characters, including uh, these mystical uh, Swedish comics uh, called Asterix and Obelix uh, for European Listeners, that's a that's a big shout out. You know what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. for for us Yankees over here, uh, they're basically Viking characters. If you look at the man, he's actually become a a Swedish troll in in recent years. And this could you know perhaps we'll we'll have to do a, a special for our friends across the pond, but uh, on, on this because there's mm-hmm. a lot to dig in there. But just know that this man is a human troll. Uh, you can look it up. And and he worked with him. So he's worked with trolls. He's worked with um, space babies. He's worked with robots. He's worked with teddy bears and angels. And, you know, uh, of course, Touched by an Angel, um, 
he was he was literally playing basketball and playing hard defense on angels. That's being touched. So this is the kind of man, and now we're talking about man, right? Because he is 31 years old right now. So as a 31-year-old man, he is primed to be, I don't want to say the next Messiah. You know, we already, M. Night Shyamalan is, like I said, modern-day Jesus Mark Maron. Um, I mean, he's, he's already on his path. He's Forrest Gump. He's just now, you know, running the football down the football field, if, you know, narratively speaking, from the first one. Exactly. He, he is already something. He is what we all need. We need somebody. And, and this is kind of like if, if you guys um, – we did cover a little bit of the Olympics um, recently. And this is kind of the, the person that carries the torch for society, for all of us, for the paranormal community. We have somebody out there running with a torch in their hand that's symbolizing the freedom – the pure justified, you know, power that you get from experience, and that is Haley Joe Osment. It is, but I I think we should also have an objective look at this as well because it because I to me I'm always suspicious of someone with great power coming from such dark magic roots from being the very first film, and I don't fault him at all for that because he was a child and I don't, he didn't understand what was being done to him. And I think it's definitely right to applaud what he's, he's been able to do since then. But I think we should also recognize that there is a dark side to this story. Um, the story is just now getting started. And he is also a man as well. You know, prophets and shamans, there are also people with special abilities, but people nonetheless. So treat them as such. True. We all have our flaws. So, uh, be, But all the more important to protect his good and his magic because exactly. there's others that may use him for evil and i don't think we have time to go in today but i think it's really important that we describe this but there's a film coming out that are made by people that may be trying to harness this magical uh profit mm -hmm. for maybe less than well reasons and and they have maybe a nemesis of they, ours as well. exactly they they have well let let's get into that next week and we'll we'll just give you um, a couple of his credits that we didn't talk about. Um, he was in two movies and you will of course do your research and you will know what we're talking about next week. He was in a movie called Tusk, and it was directed by um, a, a a certain Kevin Smith. And so Tusk was a horror movie. And this is kind of what you talked about, how like, just the idea that some people might use him for their own own purposes. And so I just want you to um, know that we watched Tusk, and we watched, and there is a sequel to Tusk. So uh, it is called uh, Yoga Hosers. I want you guys to watch this trailer, and next week we are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Kevin Smith and what he's been doing. Um, we did talk. Uh, we had an entire clip where Kevin Smith talked about having a call with Johnny. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And this is just further into that story. We're gonna break it down more, more so. But um, just get ready, guys, because it is truly jaw dropping. Stay in the scene. I mean, we've talked about Kevin 
in the past. We did a whole epi- we named it a whole episode after him, but this guy is playing with fire and it's important that we bring him up again because the stakes are only getting higher. Exactly. And keep your eyes on that screen. Uh, we love you guys and rest in peace to Swayze, rest in peace to and once again that's a bleep so you don't know what we're talking about. Right. And uh, uh, rest in peace Rip Torn. Oh my god, yeah. Rest in peace. Um so Take care, guys. We love you.